Hi, everyone. Welcome to Joshua Live. I'm Gary Temple Bodley. Today's episode is really about how to manifest what you want. How does the manifestation event process work? What happens when you think you want something compared to how you create based in your pre-birth intentions? It's a very straightforward and, and uh, entertaining conversation with all the questions and the answers. And I think you're really going to enjoy this one a lot. But basically, just remember that your perspective of yourself in every area of your life translates into a vibration. That vibration is either in lack or in abundance or in fear or in love or anywhere between on those spectrums. And so to manifest what you truly want is to manifest something that was part of your pre-birth intentions and your soul's journey. But from the human perspective, we're always trying to manifest what we think we lack. And in that, we're in the vibration of the problem or in the vibration of lack. And so we have to effort and struggle to move matter with matter. That's what efforting struggling is. We want to eventually get to the point where we move uh, energy with energy or matter with energy, you know, that higher level of thinking. And so in this episode, Joshua explains that perfectly. Okay, great. We're uh, just starting the retreat here at the Joshua House. People are starting to arrive. We had a great time last night with everyone who came, and but it kicks off tonight, this evening, and we have our normal, traditional pizza, chicken wing, and salad party, and everyone introduces themselves, and then we kick things off next week. But on Sunday we're at 2 o'clock, what we do at the, at the uh, retreats is have an activation, and this is something that's come on in the last, well, this year. It's something that's really, we thought was woo-woo. How does this activation thing work? Well, we've done it quite a few times now, and it's really amazing. And we're going to have it on Zoom for everyone who's in a class. So if you're in any of the courses, the basic training foundations or boot camp right now, you're invited to join this. And if you're not in a course and you'd like to check it out and see what it is, uh, I can send you a Zoom link and you can participate or just watch whatever you want to do. And if you'd like to be involved, just send me an email to garybodley at gmail.com. All right. Well, thanks for being here. I, I know you're going to enjoy this episode. Please remember to like, subscribe, leave a review. That would be amazing. Leave a comment. That's awesome. And share this with your friends. All right. Without any further ado, let's get started. We are thrilled to be here. You will note that there's many times in your life when you are unsure of what the next step is. And when you're trying to make a choice from your human perspective, you will think about what you want from that perspective, what you think you need, what you think you lack, what think you think is best for you, and possibly what you think is best for others around you. You uh, concern yourself with the possibility of loss, the possibility that you will never get what you think you want, and that there is nothing really going on here besides this 3D reality that you find yourself in. In those times, you'll have a choice. Your choice is to connect, to lean in, to be one with all that is, or to separate. If you can think about those two choices, am I in the process of separating from that which I want, from that which I am, from that which is all around me? Or am I connecting more, leaning in more, and pushing past the fear? You see, you will always be guided. But when you are concerned with loss or emotional pain or some kind of discomfort, some kind of emotional stress that's going on, you will tend to disconnect. You will tend to 
perceive just the reality that's right in front of you. But if you can remember who you truly are, if you can shift that perspective, if you can remember this game is all about remembering who you are and connecting to all that is. You see, this earth reality is one of forgetting and one of separation. Those two things are an illusion, but it's part of the game and part of what you signed up for. However, when life seems stressful, when things don't seem like they're working out for you, when you wish things could be different, when you're perceiving yourself in that instance for a short duration as the victim, you will tend to disconnect primarily from your guides, your inner self and source itself. You can always remember that they're there for you, but they're speaking to you through a fog, through a lens that is somewhat obscured by the fear that you are perceiving in that moment. When you're in fear, the perception or the reception of inspiration and guidance is a little bit more difficult. So you'll have to return to your emotions. You'll have to remember that in the face of negative emotion, you are simply perceiving your reality inaccurately. And you can stop and you can think about it. What is the inaccuracy? Why am I perceiving that things are going wrong? Why do I think things should be different than they are? What is it that I think I need that I lack? And if I lack nothing, if I am the source of this reality, of my reality, if I'm the creator of it all, then how can I be perceiving things in a way that does not make sense? And again, you will go back to this idea or this notion that this reality is not what you think it is. This reality is simply set up as designed for a specific purpose, and that purpose is expansion. You will have all the experiences you will have. You will have experiences that, from your human perspective, you think you should not have or you rather not have. But those experiences that are necessary for you for your soul's expansion are those which you will have, those which you have laid out in careful planning prior to your birth. You set intentions to have these experiences, even though you might assume that as the human, you would prefer to avoid them at all costs. The thing is, you do not want to avoid anything. You want to lean into everything. And all you'll have to do is look at it from either the higher or more limited perspective. If you are experiencing something that you do not like, from a limited perspective, you will feel emotional pain. That emotional pain is representing more or less the ego's point of view, the point of view that you are an individual isolated without power. This is not true, of course. Of course, you have everything you need to experience everything in this reality in joy. You have a vibration within you that has led you to this information. And if you can think back to all the experiences you had in your life, all the ones you really enjoyed and all the ones you rather not have had, those experiences created a trajectory that led you here. You might have thought, 10 years ago, when you're going through something that you'd rather not have gone through, that had you not gone through that, you would have been better off. But we assure you, you would not have, because you would not have made it here. Those experiences led to desires that unfolded so that you could make it to where you are now. The same is true of right now. If you're going through something right now, that experience will help you birth desires that will get you further along in the expansion of perspective that you intended. You see, 
This reality for you, for those of you who are on this call now or listening at a later date, this reality is designed to shift your perspective. You came for a massive leap in perspective. This is what you wanted. You set yourselves up possibly in childhood in a family or a situation or society where you might have felt more or less unworthy. And from that unworthiness, you created desires and you had a strength about you and intelligence about you and experience of many other lives in this reality that led to the unfolding elegantly of a trajectory that led you to this information and other teachings. Those teachings, step by step by step, plus many other experiences, created a pathway for you to have a leap in perspective. That leap in perspective will change everything. It'll change how you see your history. It'll change how you see your future. It'll change how you're able to handle any event at any time with love and connection rather than fear and separation. As you move through these experiences, as you act on more inspiration, as you trust that you're being guided at all times and that you have everything within you, you will face new opportunities, new obstacles, new challenges, new ideas, new belief systems in a way that will allow you to see the truth of these things or more of the truth. You see, most humans, which you can't really understand from where you are, are living in great fear. They're holding on very tightly to their limiting beliefs. They are resisting all sorts of change. But as you look around you, you can see that this reality is changing rapidly. As you lift your perspective, you can go with the flow of more of it, yet there will still be some things that get in your way, still be some things that catch your attention, still be some things that you rather not experience. And we say you will want to experience these things, but we'll want to experience them in joy, which means adopting a state of curiosity, allowing things to unfold, judging things less, judging people less, letting everything take place and play itself out before you take action based in fear. You can be upset right now. You can be worried or concerned. You could be judging things to a degree, but as long as you don't take action on these urges to change the conditions or make things harder on yourself, because all action taken in fear will lead to a more limited perspective and to things you rather not pursue. When you can stop in the moment and lift your perspective and think in terms of love and acceptance of who you truly are, of the oneness that is being gathered together, of all the other people, friend and foe, together, moving as one, as humanity, to higher and higher levels of awareness. This is where you're moving now. You who are on this call, you who are listening at a later date, you are moving towards this idea of oneness rapidly. There will be those who are not moving to this level of oneness because they are stuck in their 3D reality, believing what they think is true, because they are experiencing this reality in more fear. However, those of you who are going with the flow and not taking things too seriously and having as much fun as you can, enjoying each other in your conversations without 
complaining or worrying or griping about what's going on and see the bigger picture of what's going on. The issues throughout the world, the issues locally, the things you're being made aware of, this is all part of the game. Everyone gets to play in any area that they want. When you start thinking, how does this reality work for you? It works where you place your focus, how you decide to look at everything. You can look at everything from the higher perspective, and you will see with more clarity how things are working out in the bigger picture, connecting, connecting, connecting everyone and everything to what they truly want, which is the expansion of this connection through the illusion of separation. And with that, we'd like to talk to you about anything we'd like to talk about. Who'd like to start? I have a question, Joshua. This is Rechna. Rechna! Hi. So I, I've been practicing not telling other people what to do. And I practice it mainly with, you know, my husband and my and my parents. My parents have been asking me to help them choose a sofa, a new sofa for their living room. And for the last several months, I've been avoiding jumping into that because they always want my opinion. Do you like this? Do you like that? And I wanted them to choose something on their own without my input. But then yesterday, my dad sent a photo of a potential sofa they're going to buy. And I said, oh, my God, this is so boring. It's a boring gray color that doesn't go with their living room. But yesterday, I said, I'm not going to jump into this. However, this morning, I couldn't help myself. I sent him a text message. I'm like, this is so boring. How could you choose something like this? And I don't know why. Was that an urge or is that my desire to put, uh, you know, put to practice my interior design skills and my, my interest in interior design and decorating? Excellent. When you offer assistance to someone else, you have to realize that they're going to do whatever they're going to do based in their perspective. If they have a high perspective, they're going to find something that they resonate with immediately. They'll have a very short search. They'll find something perfect. It'll be the right price, the right size, the right color. Everything about it will be easy and effortless for them. If they're in a limited perspective, then they're going to have difficulty along the way. They're going to have choices that are difficult to make, they're not going to find the right thing, and they're going to seek someone else's opinion, such as yours. You can play a part in any game that other people are playing by helping them shift their perspective higher, by encouraging them to have fun with this process, that there's no rush, that they can't make a mistake, that you'll offer your ideas, but ultimately it's their sofa and they will have to live with it. You can be playful with them and not get concerned about what decisions they make or where they're leaning or how it affects you. If you perceive that it's going to affect you at some point, you're going to jump in and be concerned and act on urges to change and change their minds. But that doesn't help them lift their perspective. It just makes them doubt their own ideas, their own choices, their own decisions. It makes them think of themselves as if they're incapable of making the proper choice. This, of course, will limit their perspective. How they react based on that could be to ask your opinion more, ask someone else's opinion, 
But what will ever happen is that they will be trying to appease not just each other to pick the right one, but you and everyone else they ask. As this gets bigger with more people involved, there becomes more fear, more doubt, and it makes the whole thing more difficult. When you consider something to be an important decision, you're adding a bit of fear into it because nothing in this reality is important. When you offer a playful attitude, carefree, they can't make a mistake. It'll be whatever it will be, and it'll be based in their perspective. They could not find the perfect couch for them from a limited perspective. The universe would not allow it. It would not make sense. From a higher perspective, they will find a more suitable couch. From an even higher perspective, they'll find the perfect couch. But remember, whatever they choose is perfect based in their perspective. Let's say someone doesn't have enough money. They look around. They like all the more expensive ones, but they feel bad because they can't afford it. So they sink into a more limited perspective. I can't afford the couch I really want. Therefore, I have to settle. Why can't I afford it like other people can? There must be something about me that's not up to speed or not up to par with everyone else. I wish I was different than I am. I wish I had more money. I am playing the victim role in this decision. And therefore, the couch that they pick has to match how they feel about themselves. It's always perfect based on the perspective. It is a wonderful thing that you chose to opt out of that decision-making. Because generally, when they're seeking your opinion, they're looking at themselves from a limited perspective, believing that someone outside of them has the answer that they do not have. When you offer your opinion from their limited perspective, they're never going to see the benefit of that opinion because it's not helping raise their perspective. So if you want to be actively involved in anyone's decision about anything, all you really have to do is help them see how wonderful they are, that they can make the perfect choice themselves, that it's not a big deal, and let's have fun with the whole experience. In that, at least you're helping to raise their perspective a bit. But if you take it seriously, and if you interject yourself thinking that you have to help them find the right one, otherwise they will make a mistake, then the whole group of you has dropped your perspective. Everything that will ever happen for anyone will be perfect as a representation of their personal perspective. If they can raise that perspective a bit, lighten up about it, have fun with it, they will find something that is more of a match to the higher perspective. Anytime that perspective dips, they're going to find something more of a match to the limited perspective. They will enjoy, appreciate, like things from that higher perspective, and they will have troubles and issues and problems with things from the limited perspective because the universe is designed to reflect back to you your perspective perfectly. So I have to change my tune with them. You don't have to do it. I mean, I, seriously, I ideally, I would like to. I don't have well, to. All you have to do is help them raise their perspective, and you do that by not making it serious, by lightening up. Okay, cool. Thank you. Excellent. Who's next? Hi, Joshua. Yana. Oh, Yana. 
Hi. So I have a question. I read today's uh, bootcamp material. So if all desires are based in lack, how do you create without the desire? Like even the desire for unimaginable life comes from the desire from the lack perceived lack of unimaginable life, right? Excellent. It is true that creation is generated from desire. It's one way to create something new. You can create based in your human desires from that perspective, which are generally based in what you do not have, what you lack, what you wish you had, what you think would make you feel good, what you think would change your state or change something about your environment that you do not like. Nobody has a desire for something they already have, obviously, because they have it. They might have a desire for more, a desire not to lose it, a desire for something completely different, whatever it is. But it's always based in lack from the human perspective. However, prior to your birth, you set intentions. Those intentions, when you allow them to unfold, will create the life that you intended to live. From your perspective right now, you could say, I lack nothing. I have everything. I am the source of it all, and my life will unfold magically and unimaginably as long as I go with the flow and act on the inspiration that's being sent to me. If I can maintain my vibration or my perspective by seeing everything as good and right and perfectly unfolding, everything in the past has happened for me to get me where I am now, and everything in the future will unfold magically as long as I maintain this perspective. The perspective is, I am the creator of my reality. I need nothing, and therefore, I can go with the flow of whatever is happening in my life. Now, what would happen if you were able to get to that state? I don't worry about money. I don't worry about time. I don't worry about the career that I have to choose, or the friends I have, or meeting new people, or relationships or any of that, everything will unfold as I intended prior to my birth, as long as I can receive the inspiration and I can take action when inspired. Can you really do that? Can you sit there, be so open, have such a high perspective, be so trusting that at every single moment, Every single point where an idea comes into your mind, you can push past fear and take the action. Well, of course not. It'd be impossible. It would be someone who had such a high perspective that as soon as they received the inspiration to take the action, and it would lead to the unfolding of the next thing and the next thing. More inspiration, more action, more unfolding, magical life but that's not really the game here. Because if you could do that, this reality would not be suited for you. You would be a bit too advanced for this reality. However, you could play with this idea. You can have your desires. You can try and manifest them. You can see how that turns out. You can have fun with it or not. You can struggle or have some resistance or wish things were different. And then 
reorganize yourself, get back into life, think in a new way, educate yourself, find a book. Here's the idea. We will say that every single area of your life has a certain perspective. In some areas of your life, your perspective is higher. And those things unfold easily. You will say in that area of your life, that area is working perfectly or that area is working nicely. And there'll be some areas of your life that obviously you're struggling with. They're not working as well. You're frustrated. You wish they were different. And we'll say in those areas of your life, your perspective is limited. You see yourself more as a victim than as the creator. So what do you do in those limited areas of your life? Do you effort and struggle and try and change them and wish they were different and hope things get better and make things happen? Or do you raise your perspective? You would raise your perspective, but how could you raise your perspective in an area of your life that is not working? The evidence proves that something about you is not right. Otherwise, this area would work. Mm -hmm. And so when you see yourself in that limited perspective, more of the victim, you'll have urges to change those conditions. You have a desire to change that area of your life, but because you're feeling more or less like a victim, you're having a limited perspective, you do not have the connection to the inspiration that's flowing. Instead, you have a stronger connection to urges that are coming to change the condition. You are listening to the ego voice or the mass consciousness of humanity that is trying to solve this problem along with you. It'll seem like your idea, but it'll be a thought form that's based in fear that mixes with this perspective of that area of your life that is more limited, and it'll become an urge to take some action to fix Mm -hmm. some problem. You fix some problem, well, you are not acting in alignment with the truth of who you are. And so this is going to take you down a road, down a detour to investigate more of who you are not. Now, this is what humans do 90% of the time because they don't understand who they are. They don't think of themselves from this higher perspective. They have no idea they're the creator of their reality. They feel separate and can't remember who they are. So they have this automatic victim mentality and very... Rarely do they receive or act on inspiration. Most of the time, they're trying to change conditions. They're trying to act in some way to fix some problem. But if there are no problems, if everything is perfect, then how can anyone from that human perspective find their way out? Because they're in the vibration of the lack or the problem or some other part that doesn't seem to be working. They're in the vibration of it not working. In that vibration, what are they attracting? They're attracting thoughts that match with that more limited vibration. Thoughts that are to find a solution, but you can't find a solution when you're in the vibration of the problem. So it's a cycle that goes on and goes on and goes on. Eventually, It'll spit you out. You'll give up trying to find a solution and you'll think about something else. The creation 
that you are really interested in is perspective. This is all that matters because the life that you experience is created by vibration. Your perspective of yourself in a certain area of your life translates into a vibration. If your perspective is high in some area of your life, you'll have a high vibration and you'll attract thoughts, people, and events that match that vibration. You'll attract inspiration. You'll have ideas of certain actions. You'll be excited and interested and full of joy and have fun. And you'll have these experiences from a higher perspective so that you can see the perfection of the experience and get the information. This information then fills in holes in your belief system and allows you to have, through that experience, new ideas, new possibilities, new friends, all kinds of things that come in. This is how you create the new, the new that you want. For instance, you'll be coming to the retreat. You had to have the inspiration to come, push past the fear, get your plane ticket, commit to that time, and be willing to join all the people, some of who you knew, some of who you did not know. When you get to the house and you have the experience of those four days, the conversations, the different events that are happening, the food, the sharing, you will emerge as a new version of you. You have changed from the Yana that arrives on Thursday to the Yana who leaves Monday. This is a new vibration. And your life is automatically created from that vibration. You didn't have to do anything other than have the experience because the experience will shift your perspective. <laughs> if you're coming into this experience thinking, oh, I hope I don't say anything dumb, and I hope that I have the right clothes, and I hope that I like the food, and I hope I like the people, well, it's a more limited perspective. And maybe you'll have experiences that you'll say by the end, oh, everything was great, everything's fun, and you'll have another vibration at the end. However, if you came into this experience saying, everyone at this event came to it, had the idea for it, set it up for me specifically. Everyone lived their entire lives. So you could be there this weekend so I could have this experience for me. That's a very high perspective. If you're looking at it like that, then you'll be aware of every possible conversation, every possible event, activity, food. It'll all be for you. You'll gain, we'll say, Possibly 100% of the information that's for you in there. And that way of doing it will shift your perspective even higher. As you move higher and higher in perspective, your life unfolds based in that. You create from that perspective or from that vibration. So how things are created is you match the vibration of that which you want. If you want a new car, you have a high enough perspective that you could go out and buy the new car that you like. If you wanted a Rolls Royce, though, that might be a little wobble in your vibration. 
and you might have to settle for it. But if you knew that you would always have whatever you needed to commute and drive around and get where you need to go, and you didn't care what it was, then whatever you got would effortlessly and easily match the perspective that you're at or match that vibration. So you create not in lack and not efforting and struggling to make what you want or to create what you want, because you have noticed that in the past you have done that before. Most humans who manifest what they think they want never have the satisfaction or the feeling they thought they would have. They might get it, might use it as an excuse to be happy for a bit, but then the feeling's gone and they want something else. And it doesn't really get what they thought they would get out of it, the feeling of it. Because what you want out of anything would be the feeling. Can you lack a feeling that you want? Let's imagine that you wanted a romantic relationship and you wanted to be loved by someone else. Can you manifest that feeling in another person? Well, that feeling is I lack someone who loves me. So I'll go out and get someone who loves me and they will love me. But because I already lack it, because that's where my perspective is, they can't make me feel anything. Remember, the outside conditions, the outside people cannot make you feel anything. Instead, if you said, I am loved by source, by my inner self, by my guides and supporters, by all my friends, by everyone I know, I can live in the feeling of that. I can move within that feeling. I can raise that feeling. And I want someone to love. That's a whole different vibration. That's a completely different perspective. If I find someone who loves me, then I'll feel worthy of love. If I already feel worthy of love, then all I need to do is find someone to love. You see how the different vibrations create the life experience. Yes. It's not the desire that actually creates the thing that you want. Of course, it will create something, but it will never be to the level that you want to be, not to the level that you are. This is a game of perspective. Always thinking that this life that you came in to live is your life. You're the creator of that. And everything in this reality is you. You, from the center of that reality, emit a vibration and it's reflected back to you. So when you think of yourself from a limited perspective, you're going to get a reflection of that limited perspective. I'm not enough. I'm not good enough. I'm not worthy. Creates a reflection of not enough, not worthy, that sort of thing. You raise that perspective, I am everything, and you get a new reflection. But you have to believe it. This is the key to shifting your perspective. As you shift your perspective, you have to open up your belief system. You can no longer believe that you're less than. It doesn't serve you, even though your parents said, don't brag, don't think of yourself in high terms, because you'll be cut down. 
whatever that way of thinking that they had, don't get too big for your britches. We are not talking in those terms. We are saying you are the generator, the creator, the center of your reality. It is all you. The more you understand how perfect you are for your reality, the more you'll get a reflection of perfection. As you get that reflection of perfection, as you act on inspiration, you will be led to higher and higher perspectives, which allow more of that to come true. But this is a game where your perspective leads and your reality catches up. There's a lag of time. The universe, we could say, just wants to make sure you're actually shifting your perspective. Mm -hmm. If you're pretending to shift your perspective, it's going to take a little time for the universe to catch up. Oh, she wants evidence first. Well, that's not how this game works. Yana has to understand herself in that perspective for a duration of time, and then the reality will catch up. The same is true in reverse. You might think of yourself as not with it today, not capable today, not having a good day. Well, thank goodness your reality doesn't come crashing down to reflect that because mm -hmm. of the lag of time. You can play around in victimhood for a few days and have time to get back up to your normal state and not have to worry about this reality shifting quickly to reflect that. The same is true as when you shift your perspective higher and higher and higher. Over time, it'll catch up. Then you'll get to a point where you sort of plateau. You'll sort of coast. You'll sort of enjoy it. And you won't do anything to shift your perspective even more because that would entail new experiences, new inspiration, new action, pushing past more deeper fears. If you can do that, we'll allow you to go on to the next level. So it's a game of levels as well. And this is what is a little difficult in this, is you all come from this idea of life has got to be better than this, and I have a high emotional sensitivity, and it hasn't worked by efforting and struggling, and I don't want to sit with these horrible emotions all the time. I have to find something. And then you find this information, you play around for a while, and things get better, and things get better, and things get better, and things change. And they say, okay, I'm set. That's good. That's as far as I need to go. Everything's fine. But it's an ascension. This is all an ascension experience. You will lift your perspective a bit, and you will level off, and then you'll do a bit of work, and you'll take some action, and you'll push past fear, and you'll look at some limiting beliefs, and you'll have another ascension, and you'll level off, and you'll play there for a while, and then you'll rise and rise and rise. So it's an eternal game, not just this life, not just last life, and not just next life. On and on and on and on. A game of eternal ascension through the different densities to the lighter, easier, faster ones, but the deeper ones as well. Thank you, Joshua. Oh, my God. Amazing. Thank you. Excellent. Who's next? Audrey. Yes, yes. I wrote my, my question. So 
Why do people have a better memory than others? In fact, where does memory come from? For instance, I, there is one of my friends who remembers situation from my life better than I do. How do you explain that? Well, we'll explain everything by perspective. Okay. First of all, you're all different. Everyone is unique. There is no two of the same thing in physical reality. You each are different heights and different hair color, different eye color, different skin color, different accents, different perspectives. Everything is unique. You have different levels of intelligence. You have different access to intelligence. You have completely different fears and different set of beliefs. Some of you are more fearful in some areas, and some of you have a higher perspective in other areas. Some of you would not benefit from more intelligence, more emotional sensitivity, better memory, better eyesight, better abilities physically. And so you don't have those because they would not benefit your unique journey. You see, everything was intended prior to your birth. You chose the time and place of your birth. This was important. This had meaning to it. You chose your parents. That had meaning as well. You chose your name. You chose your body. You chose the conditions of your youth. You chose all these things because you knew that they would give you an opportunity to be launched on a trajectory that would lead to the experiences that you were going to have. Excellent memory serves some people based on their pre-birth intentions. But all memory is foggy, and nobody remembers what they think they actually experienced at the time. When you had an experience, let's say 20 years ago, you had a perspective who you were, who Audrey was at the time within that event. You experienced it based in that perspective. And if you remember anything about it, it's because there was something that activated limiting beliefs or activated empowering beliefs, something that was worth remembering to you. There might have been 20 other people there and nobody else remembers it at all because it didn't activate anything in them at all. It didn't trigger any limiting beliefs. It didn't activate any empowered beliefs. The event itself wasn't that meaningful. They didn't take it as meaningful. There's some people who can remember many parts of every day as plainly or accurately as it might have happened from their perspective. That's just a manifestation of a physical attribute that they decided to take in with them because it would help them on this specific journey for them. It is not better to have an accurate memory or worse to have an inaccurate one. We say, take all your memories with a grain of salt because as you shift your perspective, how you remember those things, the way you perceive them today will be different than how they were. Your whole life changes from the time you were born to now when you raise your perspective. And so when you look back and remember something, 
you don't have access to the perspective that you had back then because your perspective now is totally different and how you see a reality, everything about it, your past, your future, your present is based in that perspective. If you perceive that you are a wonderful person, everyone loves you, you float through life, you have a charmed life, and you're seeing yourself from a very high perspective right now, you can't really perceive what it was like to feel like the victim when you were five years old. You will see it through the lens of your perspective now. You'll have an idea, or it'll seem like a memory that you remember each and every day of your life, but that changes. It's completely different. So there's a lot of variables going on here, but you can take it all as a grain of salt because it doesn't matter how someone else perceives some event that you two played in because their perspective is conveyed to you through the lens of your perspective. What they say, how they relate it, how they seem to understand it perfectly or inaccurately is clouded or obscured by your perspective or your perception of reality in that moment, including them. Again, you are your reality. Your reality, when they it bumps up against another person's reality, when you join forces and have an experience together, you see it from your perspective, they see it from their perspective. You have your memory of it, they have their memory. When they explain their memory of it to you, it's your perception of them speaking to you. You don't really know them. They don't really know you. When you're sure to the non-physical, you'll see it clearly. It'll make sense to you. You'll see how the whole thing works. You'll see who they are truly. You'll remember them. You'll remember yourself. So when you look back at any aspect of your past, you can know that that really didn't happen ever at all. The way you think it did, was it even a thing? Or is it just a part of how you perceive yourself today? Does it just conform with your idea of your journey from there to here? And would it matter if it was different at all? You tend to believe that this is a linear experience of life. One moment leads to the next, leads to the next, leads to the next. In this experience, it's helpful to have some recognition of what happened before. But what happened before was always going to happen. When you look back and you say, I wish I would have made a different choice, decision, or action because it would have led to a better this, that, or the other thing. That's a complete illusion. You had to make that choice. It was the only choice you were ever going to make because it led to where you are now. Not in a straight line, but in an entertaining journey that you can sort of perceive even though all you're doing is living, experiencing one moment to the next, just like a movie. It helps to know 
who the characters were at the beginning of the movie because it makes the tale interesting. But when you use anything in your past to define who you are now, to worry about how things turned out, wish you made different decisions, you're just looking at that from a limited perspective. But when you can look at every aspect of your past from the highest perspective, even though there's someone else in there who sees it differently than you did, you can know that's part of this whole perspective game. When you can disassociate from the meaning of any of it, knowing that it all worked out perfectly to bring you here. And now that you're here, this moment is perfect. You have everything you need in this moment. Going forward, the journey is not dependent on the choices and decisions and the actions you make now. It's dependent on how you feel now, how you hold yourself in regard, how you understand yourself as complete and worthy and quite a magnificent explorer of physical reality. Adventurous, daring, courageous. When you see yourself in that perspective now, and you attract a thought, and you can look at that thought objectively without judging it or internalizing it or making it mean something about you, then you can give off a feeling. And that thought and that feeling will be emitted to the universe and come back with another thought or an experience or another person and that you can generate the feeling consciously. I'm not worried about that. It doesn't mean anything about me. I can play with these ideas. I can have fun. I can understand who I am from the highest perspective in every moment, no matter what's coming at me. When you can generate that easygoing, fun-loving, confident feeling, this is how you create your future. Obviously, the easier you'll have it will be based in the higher you can keep your perspective. How can you maintain that perspective? Things are going well. Things are working out for me. Things are on their path perfectly. Everything's going away smoothly and how it should be. And then this thing comes in. Do you drop that perspective and feel negative emotion in that drop? Or can you maintain that? See it from this higher perspective. Know it's going to be okay and then generate a slightly better feeling. If you can do that, then the next thing to come will be slightly elevated and more elevated, all designed to keep you on your toes, holding the higher perspective, and moving towards the life that you intended to live. Sometimes experiences will come to you that from your human perspective is Audrey, you wish it didn't happen. I wish that person didn't say what they were going to say. I wish the price of this didn't go up. I wish this when this would happen. These will be the times when you drop your perspective just a bit. Then you'll have to remember who you truly are. You'll have to live in what you teach. 
You'll have to be the example of that and do what you need to do to raise your perspective back up. This is a game of holding a high perspective and then elevating it a bit, elevating it a bit, elevating a bit, and then see things flying at you that maybe you might drop it a bit down. And then you'll feel the emotion of that. And because you're getting more and more emotionally sensitive, you'll wish that didn't happen. Again, it's not the outside conditions that are doing anything. It's these little thoughts and little ideas and little events that are coming at you to show you where you are. And it's always been that way. But you didn't know it at the time. And now when you look back on anything in your past, you can know that's just what was happening. Some event was showing me a limiting belief or some event was showing me an empowering belief. And how I felt at the time was based on my perspective and my ability to hold that perspective. And so going forward. Now, if you want to talk about memory, memory is not kept internally. It's accessed like every other bit of information in the universe. You can access any aspect of any memory by tuning into it, by emitting the vibration of pure understanding of it, by ease, the same as all information. If you knew that you had complete access to infinite intelligence, you could glean anything. This is true of all of you, but you forget you can do this. You don't believe you can do this. We suggest start playing with this idea that when someone asks a question, see if you can access the answer. Don't get worried if you make a mistake. Don't concern yourself. Just play the game. Can I access this answer? And then see what you get. Believe in yourself. Believe that everything's possible and you'll have more access. Thank you. It was the old approach to life question with a new approach to life answer. Thank you. Excellent. We have time for one silly question. Who's got the silliest question in the history of the universe? We have a feeling that there's someone who really wants to ask a silly question. And they have an L or an E in their name. Hi, Joshua. Lori. I really want to ask a silly question, but I don't have one. So I'll just tell you about a, an experience I just had, and that related to something you just said about um, being in the vibration if something happens. I lost my phone just a couple hours ago, um, checked the car three times, called up the grocery store, no, we don't have it. Call back after four. And then I'm like, okay, this is for me. This is for me. And just half an hour ago, I thought, check the car again. I went out there and it was in the most odd place, but I found it right away. And I checked the car three times and I couldn't find it. When you checked the car the first time, were you in the vibration of the problem or the vibration of the solution? The, I think it was probably a little bit in the problem because I was like, oh my gosh, I just had it. <laughs> sure. When you lose anything that's important to you, when you perceive it's mm -hmm. lost, 
you dip into fear, you dip into a limited perspective, and you do not have access to the solution, to the finding of it, because you're in that vibration, in that vibration of the limited perspective. To get into the vibration of finding something, all you do is shift your perspective. How do you shift your perspective? You say, it'll turn up, it'll be fine. If it's meant to be that I lose it, I'll get another phone, I'll get something even better, it'll all work out, it'll turn out to be free. But I bet that my guides and supporters and inner self can lead me to it through inspiration. So the only thing that I need to do is raise my perspective. Because when I raise my perspective, I get more in the vibration of my inner self who can now communicate with me through intuition, through direct communication, through the inspiration. In this case, it was all three. I had the idea to look at my car. Where did you get that idea? That idea came from your inner self, always with you at all times. But you can't hear it if you're in a limited perspective because your inner self does not reside at that vibration. This is why everything is about perspective. The higher your perspective is, the more in tune and in communication you are with your inner self, with your guidance supporters. They can see your life from the higher perspective, knowing what you intended prior to your birth and how to get you everything you truly want to make this life unimaginable. You can't get there when you're worried and concerned and feeling like a victim and wishing things were different and hoping and efforting and struggling. This is why it's very hard to manifest what you think you lack. Because in the lack, you're in a vibration that is not aligned with your inner self. And you can't hear these brilliant ideas. But if you can believe that you are the one in your reality, that everyone is supporting, that everyone is helping, that everyone has lived their life to help you on your journey to higher and higher perspectives. If you can believe that, you'll be much more in the vibration of the life you intend to live. And that life will be unimaginable. And with that, we are complete. Thank, Thank you, Joshua. You. Thank you so much. Awesome. Thank you, Joshua. Bye. Thank you. Bye, everybody. Thank you Bye. guys for being here.